Welcome to the Plan Simple Podcast. I'm your host, Mia Moran. This is our Friday Doable Changes series, where we will take one big change and make it simple, doable, and maybe even a little fun. Based on the pulse of the Plan Simple community, I will choose one new practice or habit each week, and together we will make a plan. Make sure to visit us at plansimple.com to get the corresponding planning sheets and checklists. Now, let's dive in. Let's get a handle on your pantry or whatever set of cabinets you have where you keep stuff that doesn't go bad and you can use to create meals or where your kids can go grab snacks, all right? That is what we are defining as the pantry. And the goal of this doable change, if it's something that resonates with you, is to create spaces where our kids can just go grab snacks and it doesn't stress us out, where we can use the pantry to put together meals that make sense for us. When we haven't had time to run to the store, there's always things there that we can grab from and that there's nothing in there that we're like ashamed of or, you know, we wouldn't want our kids or ourselves to eat. Maybe a couple things every once in a while, but not the bulk of it. And we want it to be easy so that we can get stuff out of it. All right. So that is the goal for this doable change, getting a hold of your pantry. I know it doesn't sound that exciting, but I promise when you do this, it feels so much easier to maneuver around your kitchen. All right. So we're just going to go through a list of different things you could do if you decide to take this on. And just so you know, I'm making this episode because I'm planning on taking this on myself this week. It's definitely not as bad these days as it was maybe seven years ago, let's say. But every once in a while, I find it's really helpful to tune into your pantry and figure out what's going on in there, what's snuck in, what's going bad, just so it's easier to grab stuff. And especially as we head into the holidays, which is when this episode is going live, it's really nice to have a pantry that works for you. So this episode has a downloadable planning packet that you can go get at the Plan Simple Meals website by finding this podcast and printing out the sheets. And I'm going to refer to writing down stuff and just know that you don't have to take very good notes. You can just go get that little packet and it will have all the prompts you need to make these plans. All right? You're welcome. Okay. So the first thing I want you to do is I want you to take inventory of your pantry. I want you to see what's even in there. You guys, sometimes I do this with people and we'll open their pantry and I'll just see very red faces as they pull out a jar of tomatoes from like seven years ago or that expired seven years ago. And I just want to say it's okay. It's an area of our kitchen that sometimes isn't in the most convenient place. Sometimes it's in a corner and things can get stuck in there. I'm sure I will find something stuck when I go do this for myself. So I just want you to take inventory. And what inventory means is that you take everything out of one cat, let's say one shelf at a time. So one thing about making this doable is don't create this huge overwhelming project. Find little bits of time. Maybe there's an hour in the morning where you do one shelf and then an hour when your kids are running around in the afternoon where you do another shelf. Or maybe you make a whole Saturday out of it, but don't not do it because you're overwhelmed by the amount of time it would take. So I would take everything out of a shelf. I would 
Figure out what to do with the expired stuff. There's not much you can do with that. I would probably recycle it. Empty the cans, if that's what they are, the glass jars, empty them out, put them down in the disposal, recycle the outsides. If it's things that you just don't want, don't keep them. If they're things that you know don't serve you and you're just keeping because Aunt Betty gave you her special marmalade and it hasn't quite gone bad yet, but you still know you're never going to have it, then pass it on to the next person. You could give it to a food pantry. You could give it to a friend. I laugh in our house because my husband always brings things to his office and they seem to always go. So figure out where you can put things where you don't feel bad. And please don't feel bad about throwing away things every once in a while. We know that you're not making a habit of this. It's just that you're really trying to start over and make your pantry work for you. Okay. So taking inventory means taking everything out and you have a sheet in your packet or you have a piece of paper and you're just writing down like what you even keep in there. And so, you know, you write down the cans of beans and you write down the sugar that's in there and the salt that's in there and you literally take inventory of everything you have. Then at a later time, after you've put things back and taken out the things that you know are on the ditch list, um, you can go back through that sheet at a later time and cross things out and make notes and figure out, you know, what you wouldn't want to buy again, what you're just going to plan on using soon. Maybe you have some codes so that you can get through, like not leave stuff in there forever until it's way past expiry. Okay. I don't know if that's a word, expiry, but anyway, I just used it. Okay. Then what you're going to do is you're going to use your inventory detective work and you're going to fill out the ditched list. And these are things that you are promising never to bring back in your house. And you can start with the things that are already there that you know you don't want. And then you can keep going with things that you're just drawing the line on. You know, maybe you're allowed to have some sugary gluten-free cookies, but you never want someone to bring M&Ms in the house. I'm just literally making this up. But whatever it is for you. Be clear about what it is that you really don't want in the house. And it doesn't mean that you can never have this thing. But a lot of times when I talk to super healthy people or doctors who've kept really healthy households, they say that there's different rules inside the house and outside the house. And I find that this is an extremely helpful tip. So on your dish list, just put things that you don't want in your house. And if every once in a while somebody gets their hands on them outside your house, that's okay. But you don't need to be spending extra money on Oreos um, that you don't want eaten to begin with, much less you'd eat all of them by mistake one night when you're stressed about something. Okay. So then another thing you could do in your pantry endeavor is when you have all that stuff out of the pantry, or even if you don't even have time to do the inventory, you can take everything out and just simply clean the bottom so that there's no crumbs or dust. Sometimes we get so overwhelmed by our pantries because they just sort of are collecting stuff. And a lot of times, as I help people clean out their pantries, there's little bugs and things that you don't want to see. And so doing a regular cleanup is really, really a good idea. And just that step alone can sometimes just make everything feel so much better because you're sort of dusting it off and you're putting things back in order. And even if you haven't taken anything out, it just feels better. Okay. So if you haven't done this part already, at some point you're going to go through and you're just going to take out the stuff that 
you wish wasn't there and you're going to get it out of the house. So even if you decide not to do a full inventory or you decide not to clean, a task you could do is simply open the pantry with a quick eye, set a timer for 10 minutes, take out everything you can take out in 10 minutes that you just don't want to be there and get it out of the house. Like you don't need it in there. And it's really hard to upgrade a pantry if you're working with something you don't even like. It's much easier to have a blank canvas as it is in many things in life. So the more you can get your canvas blank, the better, or at least have a plan to do what you're going to do with the stuff that's in there. Okay. So that's sort of enough of that whole cleaning out, you know, what you're going to, what you're, how you're going to get stuff out and sort of clear the decks. Now we're going to get a little bit more listy um, and we're going to move into actually design. So I want you to make a list of things that you just use every week. And you could keep this list going for a whole week. It could be something that you start on in a notebook and you just keep in your in your purse. You could do it on the piece of paper that we have for you in the planning packet. Um, but you're just keeping an ongoing list of things that might belong in your pantry. So maybe one day you look at a recipe and you're going to make a soup for dinner and it calls for a can of tomatoes. I think I've already used that example. But so you know that you're going to use a can of tomatoes. Maybe you make pasta for the kids and you realize that you always get the same gluten-free elbow pasta. Like that doesn't go bad very quickly. Or maybe you, um, what's another example, are making a curry and buy the same organic coconut milk in a can. That doesn't go bad very frequently. So just start making a list of things that either you already know you use very frequently or you start to see how you could use really frequently. Because a lot of times we're just pulling from the same like five recipes when we're thinking about our pantry, but there's actually a lot of ways we could stock our pantry to be more clever. Okay, so you're going to do that. You're going to keep your list. And then as you keep your list, you might encounter things that you don't really want to have and or that you haven't thought of. So maybe you've always wanted to make smoothies. And so you do some research and you find out that raw cacao, you do some research. Maybe you listen to the, po- the Doable Change episode from a couple weeks ago and you find out that raw cacao is something that you want in your toolbox or hemp seeds or chia seeds, and those are all pantry items. So you add those to the list of things that you would like to be part of your pantry, okay? Maybe you're getting into baking this in this holiday season, and you're wanting to upgrade the baking so you're doing more gluten-free baking. So you start to research what flours you want in your pantry that are a little bit different than just the normal flour that you've been using. Maybe it's your first holiday season that you are gluten-free. Whatever it is, I want you to think about this. Maybe you're upgrading from canned beans to dried beans. That's one that I always recommend that people do. Actually, I think we're going to do one of these doable change episodes about beans soon. So stay tuned. But for right now, we're going to stick to the pantry. So dried beans are something you might have in your pantry. So I want you to just, you know, create this upgrade list. Really think about what you could upgrade. And you see how already this is like a lot of planning. This isn't going to be that you have a new pantry overnight. This is like you get to spend this luscious week or two weeks or even three weeks, just really figuring out how you want your pantry to be and making it this way, almost like you're decorating your living room. And I know you wouldn't have thought that anything would take this much time, although this doesn't really take that much, this much time, but it really will help get you off to a great start when you open that cabinet or when the kids do and pull out something that you may or may not want them to have. Okay. Okay. 
So that's something you can do to make this change doable. Another thing you could do is you could menu plan for next week or the week after, and you could figure out how to use some of the things that are in your pantry or some of these new items that you're getting. So you can start to understand how this cabinet will get used. A lot of times, like there's definitely different shelves I use more than others. So, you know, we keep grains, nuts, and beans on the same shelf. We have sort of a four shelf pantry and I use that shelf all the time. Uh, the one that has all the flowers, you know, I bake usually sometimes on the weekends, but that one's a little yet less utilized. So I tend to know a little bit less what's there. Like if I'm at the grocery store and I know the kids want pancakes, I can't always remember if we have coconut flour. So just sort of making a list and going through the pantry and getting in that habit of checking the pantry as you're making your list is really helpful. Now, another thing that you're doing as you're planning is hopefully you're starting to think about planning your shopping. And the awesome thing about pantry items is that you don't have to add them to your weekly shopping list. So if you really play detective for a week and you get really good about what's in your pantry, then maybe the doable change for your next week is to upgrade your shopping systems. Because remember, we don't want you to take on too much at once. But a way that you can upgrade your shopping systems and help your pantry is to order monthly the things that go in there. Now, I ran into the mistake last week that I do order monthly. Um, this is a practice that I've gotten into. So I'll order dried beans. I'll order dried fruit. I'll order nuts. I'll order gluten-free pasta. I order our veggie broth that I love. Those are just some of the things off the top of my head that I order on a monthly basis or get at Costco. And so... So, But as I was making this list last week, knowing that the end of the month was coming soon, I realized I really need to do this clean out thing before I can bring anything new in. Like it was time. Everything needs to be swept off. Things need to be consolidated. And so you really have to be careful about getting really excited about new things until you make sure you've sort of done away with the old or at least have a plan of what to do with it. Okay. So those are sort of the planning things. Now, Oh, you know what? There's one more. So another thing you can do is you can buy containers or use old recycled glass jars, maybe something that you had spaghetti sauce in or ball jars if you're like me and you seem to collect those and have too many. And as you buy things like dried beans, nuts, seeds, rice, pasta, can you get things cereal, granola, can you get those things out of their boxes and into jars? Because here's the deal. Even the bad stuff looks all, it all looks the same as the healthy stuff when it's in jars. So I like to really train us to be making choices, not on what the packaging looks like, but just by opening the pantry and seeing how beautiful the actual food is, it's really helped upgrade our health. So that's a big pantry one. That's a really fun pantry one. Another thing that you're going to see in the worksheets that you're going to go download at plantsimplemeals.com and you're going to look for this podcast, which you're going to see by clicking on the podcast tab and finding this episode that is all about redoing your pantry. And what you're going to do is when you open that worksheet, you're going to see that there's a way to redesign your pantry. So you're actually sort of numbering what shelves you have and figuring out what you actually want on those shelves. And I always recommend doing this on paper only because 
I too am a busy mom who's trying to get work done. And I've had a moment where I've taken everything out of a cabinet only to like have to run to school to go pick up a child. And then it's that project becomes really cumbersome. But I find if I plan it out on paper, then it's all good because I just take that plan. And when I have an hour, I can really quickly and efficiently get everything that's meant to be on that shelf on that shelf. So have a ball designing your pantry. I think this is the fun, most fun part. And if this is really what lights you up, then start here. Start by designing. And then when you go into your pantry and you're like, oh my gosh, like I wanted all these superfoods on one shelf and I wanted nuts and seeds on another shelf. So then why do I have all this other stuff? And you'll start to see that you don't want that stuff because you've already designed your pantry and that will be the perfect reason for you to ditch it. Okay, so a little bit more subtle is just understanding our relationship to food and how things actually get into our kitchen. So I love journaling as a tool. So I was going to leave you guys with two journaling prompts, which could also be part of your doable change. You could set aside some time, maybe two or three mornings in the week where you think about these things when you're doing these designs and when maybe you're writing. So one thing you could journal about is what you would love to bring into your kitchen and how you want to feel in your kitchen. These are two great prompts because if you want to feel, I don't know, um, healthy and even energied and cozy, then you don't want like all this like crinkly, bright colored food that's going to make you crazy and, you know, it doesn't aesthetically even pleasing. All right. So knowing sort of like how you want to feel really helps you frame what you bring in or at least keep some of the crap out. Okay, and then I want you to think about what you really like and dislike about shopping so that you can get really clear on what needs to change. Because a lot of times we get overwhelmed, we don't use our pantry, we spend too much money, blah, 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 Because and we have this whole cabinet or two full of stuff that we could be utilizing in our meal plans, but we don't because we're overwhelmed in the shopping process. So I want you just to write that down, especially if the idea of ordering for a month seems really overwhelming or the idea of ordering anything at all sounds overwhelming, or you think you like going to the grocery store on a daily or weekly basis and getting everything. I really want you to write on that and figure out what feels chaotic about it, what feels like it could be easier about it, um, just from an energy standpoint, so that you can start to make choices based on how you want to feel instead of all the details that shopping and pantries and meal planning ends up feeling like at the end of a day. All right, you guys, those are the doable changes that I have for you. Again, there is a checklist, there are some worksheets, and there is my pantry um, shopping list in this printable that is on the plansimplemeals.com site. You go to the podcast tab and you find this podcast and you will find that sheet. And if you are on our email list, which you can get on in a variety of ways on the Plan Simple Meals website, then um, you will get these in your inbox as well. All right, you guys, I will see you guys on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Plan Simple Podcast. If you loved what you heard, the biggest compliment you can give is to share the podcast with a friend. And if you really loved what you heard, if you want to go onto iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review, that really helps us get the best guests we can. 
and improve the podcast so that we're serving up exactly what you want to hear. I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. Bye for now.